Welcome to Getting Cozy with Erin Hill. Now here's our mama. Hey y'all, welcome back to Getting Cozy with Erin Hill. You guys, today I have one of my most favorite girls ever in the whole world. I love her so much, Christy Katzman from Labor of Love. She was the beautiful lead. Oh my goodness, was that two or three years ago now, Christy? So crazy. I mean, well, since we filmed, it's been a couple years, right? Yeah. A year since the show aired. So crazy. Oh my gosh. I've wanted to have Christy on my show for a very long time. We did go live on Taste of Reality, which was so much fun and talking about egg freezing and a lot of really important things. So definitely check that out if you haven't. But I wanted to have her on today because a lot has changed since we've spoken that day. And also a lot's changed since I've been on your podcast. So I wanted to have her on to catch up and see her beautiful smiling face. And I just cannot wait. So welcome to getting cozy. Thanks, Erin. I honestly can't believe that I haven't been on your show until now because I feel like you and I have chatted so much. It seems like I already have been here. Super happy to be here. And it's kind of a new topic for us, sort of. Yeah, definitely. We always talk about dating, but this is gonna be kind of a little bit different than that. So guys, if you're listening and you are single, I want you to get out a pad of paper and a pen because I think this will be something that you're really going to want to participate in because we are gonna do a real-time list. We're gonna help Christy write her what she's looking for list, her manifestation list of her perfect mate. So I cannot wait to get into that. And I guess we could just jump right in, Christy. I mean, you want to do that or do you want to kind of catch up? No, let's jump in. I was just going to say, is it bad that I have a pit in my stomach right now? Because I'm like, I don't know what's on my list. No, no, no. This is why I'm so glad we're doing this. Erin, I know you and I have talked about dating before. You've done some coaching with me when I was actually on the sites. We were doing some real-time coaching. You were definitely talking me through some communication with these guys, sorting through the guys. I don't know if I actually did do a list back then. I love this idea of doing a list. And I sort of started out this year dating. Like you said, there's been lots of changes and that kind of fell by the wayside over the last six months. But as I've sort of been revamping my life, I felt inclined to start dating again, but I still haven't done the list, but the list makes me panic. So help me, Erin. I can't be the only one that feels overwhelmed by, by creating a list. Right. And that's why we're doing this, because I think there's a lot of people out there who feel overwhelmed when thinking about what is it that I really need and want? And so those those are two separate things, right? Things you absolutely need and things you that you want. So the needs are kind of the non-negotiables. The wants are it would be nice to have or it would be nice if he was blah, blah, blah. Right. So before I go into this, I do want to you know tell the listeners and I think I've shared this before, but just to kind of reiterate. I wrote this list when I was 30 and I basically met my husband two weeks later. So I do feel like it's a manifestation of what you're looking for. You're telling the universe what you want. And I'm telling you, I wrote that list and he was all those things and more. So at the very end, I'm going to have you write and more because there are things that you're not going to know. I'm just going to write that in now. You meet that person, you might be like, (laughs) I didn't even realize I wanted that quality, right? So if you put and more or better, shout out to Erin Ramsey, she put or better, which I love. So you can put and more or or a better at the end of the list, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So let's start with your needs. What is something that you need to have in your partner? It could be very, very basic. Okay. Can you throw out some examples? Sure. Like clear communication. Do you need to be attracted to them? Is that something that 
you need to have in Gourmate? Okay, I have some ideas, but Mm -hmm. this is where I already get overwhelmed because it kind of feels like you're pulling ideas out of thin air. I mean, that's how I feel. You are. Okay. (laughs) So can we put a whole bunch of stuff down and then we can tighten up the list at the end so I have this really good list that I can actually put out there and manifest just like you and Erin? Yeah. Okay, so I like the clear communication. Exactly. I think communication is super important. So I would say that's a need. I would do like two columns, like need and want might make it a little bit easier. So I hope you guys are doing this while you're listening. It's very, very helpful. You're telling the universe what you want and that partner. Very important. I just have to show you, Erin, I have happened to be using a notebook with a heart on it. Oh, I That was purely coincidental, but I think it it might be symbolic. (laughs) Definitely. For sure. Okay. So on their need, let's do clear communication. Okay. And tell me if this is different or the same, but... I feel like I need someone who's a good conversationalist, like someone who wants to actually engage in conversation, uh-huh. like who connects with conversation. Cause I've yeah. dated guys who don't do that. And that's really difficult for me. Okay, perfect. So that's a need. That's something you, you need to have in your mate person that you will marry, have kids with your partner for life. Yeah. Okay. So, so clear communication, that... good mm-hmm. conversationalist, help me, Aaron. I'm laughing because I'm expecting you to know my needs. I oh. mean, <laughs> I'm just a guy here. I'm I mean, we've talked, we've talked a lot, Aaron. No, but this is good. The, the, the prompts are good. And so I think this is good because once we get going, it'll be good. Okay. Do I need to be attracted to them? Yeah. I think there has to be some level of attraction. I will okay. say, I think this is something that baby has fluctuated for me over the years. I think maybe not, but I think with age, it's not that that's not important, but I do think some initial attraction is important. Right. I do believe attraction and chemistry can grow. Yeah. It has to be there to some level. There has to be. Absolutely. Initial attraction. Initial it attraction. Can, it can grow. You're absolutely right. And we don't want to always put looks above other more important things, right? You do want to have that desire to kiss them. You want that desire to be with them, to have them kiss you. You know, these are important things. I mean, obviously. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's a good point, Erin, because I would almost, for me, call it I need to have chemistry because mm-hmm. it's less about physical appearance than right. that feel, that feel. connection, that chemistry. And I think some some people are more focused on physical appearance, mm-hmm. but for me, attraction isn't just physical appearance. It's just like, but there is that chemistry that I think that spark is there or it's not. Yeah, absolutely. So I would say so you can put that chemistry and that okay. kind of is all encompassing, right? Mm-hmm. Chemistry. We're still focused on needs. So something that, you know, that you really have to have basically like a deal breaker if it's not mm-hmm. there is a good way to look at it, right? Yeah. And you guys might want to write down some of your deal breakers. We just want to keep this very positive. This list needs to be very positive. Manifest what we want here. Okay. So do you have a deal breaker? You know, this was funny because I think this is back when you were coaching me with my profile. And mm-hmm. this was one of the things you told me to add in to really, you know, just do some sorting up front with the profile. And if I remember correctly, and this would still be true, I put non-smoker. So smoking was a deal breaker for me. That's definitely true. I mean, I live a healthy lifestyle. I think it's really important. So smoking was a deal breaker. Honestly, can't remember if I put anything else. So that's like one of your biggest deal breakers then. Yeah, I definitely can't date a smoker. Mm -mm. See, with need, I mean, I could go so far out, but I'm trying to be really, really narrowed here, like narrowed in. Yeah, let me ask you this, Erin. Do you remember what you put for your needs on your list? I definitely put communication. I definitely put chemistry. I definitely put, oh, sense of humor. That's huge. Oh, yeah. You've got to make me laugh. 
if you don't let me laugh, I just, I, I can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I love to laugh. Like I can't be with someone who doesn't make me laugh. My husband makes me laugh every day, all day. Like that's just, he's just funny to me, you know? And it, it doesn't even have to be funny to anyone else. Just as long as I think they're funny. <laughs> yeah. Even better. I feel like, right. Okay. I definitely like a sense of humor. Okay. I think I would put it under once. It's not a deal breaker for me. I mean, I think I'm pretty funny. So maybe I can carry that card for both of us, but okay. it's a nice to have for me. I mean, I okay. definitely like to laugh, but I would put that under my once, okay. but I do think Perfect. it's important. So I'll put sense of humor under my once. What about a good listener? Is it important that they listen? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the listening goes back to that like connection, you know, having conversation. Okay. It's actually, you want someone who hears you and understands you. Yeah. So I don't know if it would be good listener or someone who wants to spend quality time together. I, I think for oh, me, okay. when I think about my partner, because people have different different needs, I really see that person as being an active part of my life. So mm -hmm. I want us to get each other, right? Yeah, yeah. I, want to, I want us to feel seen and heard by each other. What yeah. is your love language, Christy? Okay, so this is one that's morphed over the years too, but I would say currently it's acts of service. Okay. And shoot, I'm forgetting what my other one was because I used to be very much about verbal affirmation. I would say, not that I don't like that. I think we all want to hear positive things from our partner, but doesn't do as much for me as the acts of service. Okay. There's access service, quality time, physical touch, verbal affirmation, physical touch. And what's the fifth one? I'm, oh, gifts, gifts. That's not oh, it gifts. for me. <laughs> I'm not a gift. I'm not a, I, I'm not a gifts girl. I like buying gifts for people, but it's, I'm I appreciate either. getting them, but it doesn't like, yeah, it doesn't make me super excited. Um, so I would say right. access service and quality time. Okay. So acts of service. I always love to ask people when they're acts of service, what kind of acts? are we talking? Like, are we talking, he's doing the dishes for you? He's taking you on a date? Like what exactly? Cause I've had some men even ask me like, oh, she said her love language is acts of service. What does that mean to you? I'm not really like that. I mean, yeah. kind of, but not really. I'm definitely physical touch. Like 1000%. By the way, side note, I've never met a guy that didn't list physical touch as his love language. It's really funny. If I ever did, right. like, I knocked me over with a feather. I, I, right. I'm just very curious to talk to that guy. <laughs> I think the truth is we, other than I could do without the, the gifts, I think I have all the other ones. I think oh, we no. all have a variation of yeah. a few of them. But acts of service for me, I think it is like doing the dishes, maybe picking dinner up for me, leaving a note knowing I'm tired and maybe making dinner or rubbing my okay. feet or, you know, just doing something to kind of help me out. Just like okay. normal everyday stuff. Yeah, but I think yeah. I've spent so much of my life, I think just being independent and being on my own okay. that the older I get, the more I appreciate that because it gets really exhausting to be doing everything by yourself all the time. So Absolutely. I think I like to do stuff for other people a lot. I don't always have that in return. I mean, I have great girlfriends, but I think it's different than if you have a partner who you're spending a lot of time oh, yeah. with. So I think it's just all those, those little like caring, nurturing, let me do a little something just to make your life easier. You know, okay. it's like bringing you a glass of water when they're out in the kitchen, just because, right? It's simple, but. Okay. So the reason yeah. I asked is I heard about four or five different things. So you want someone who's considerate. Yes. Right? Yes, Erin. Yes. <laughs> this is why I asked. Thoughtful. Thoughtful. Yes, Erin. How about selfless? So not really focused on themselves, more on other people. Do we want to say selfless or do we want to say kind? Kind giving. 
right? Giving. Yeah. Yeah. Kind. Definitely. Kind. kind. Yeah. I think yes, kind. you have to be a kind. Yes. You're one of the kindest people I know. You have to be a kind Aaron. person. Of course. <laughs> of course. Okay, good. So that kind of helps your love language. It kind of narrows down, right? Because for me, when I think of my love languages, I'm like, oh, well, he's got to want to cuddle. He's got to want to, you know what I mean? It's like, he has to have a high drive. Like these are very important to me because mine is physical touch, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, and I will say like, I am super, I'm a very affectionate person. I always say too, like kissing is my favorite thing. So as you're talking, I'm like, wait, does that go in a need or a want? Yeah. I can't be with a bad kisser. That is relative, right? Because we all have different chemistry with different people, but I would say we could put that under deal breaker with the smoker, bad kisser. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And and kissing goes into chemistry too, right? It does. Okay. But Erin, like seriously, when you decide like considerate, thoughtful, kind, like that really lit me up. I think that's like spot on. That's so good. And I love what you just said about, because I think a lot of, a lot more people even, you know, men have gotten into the love languages. I feel like just yeah. when I've been online, a lot of men actually reference this in, in their profiles, which I, I really love to see. Yes. I didn't think about like, go there to start to figure out because that is about needs, right? It's about validation and feeling love. So that's super smart. Yeah. I want to ask you, cause I feel good about this needs list. So yeah, that's a great place to go. What other ways do you kind of recommend fine tuning this list? Like, do you have other ways that you can kind of get your mind to go there? I mean, it sounds so simple, but I, I will tell you not to go on a tangent, but I feel like a lot of the work I'm doing right now is really about reclamation. And okay. it's really about like, I think I've always been very authentic in my life, but I think I've done a lot of things because I should, or as defined whatever success or mm-hmm. what you should want based on society or whoever's influential in your life. Mm-hmm. And right now I'm in this big like reclamation journey and want to take other women with me. And it's really about like checking in with yourself on what you need. So that's why I think this list is really important because dating and personal relationships is obviously like a huge part of that. It's definitely probably where I see the biggest void in my life, but I think the list can change. That's one thing. And then where I'm going with this whole reclamation journey is a big awakening for me is kind of going back to what we started with that. I got a pit in my stomach when you said, let's do a list because a lot of people might be like, yeah, of course I know my list. But I think a lot of people are like me where they have a really hard time, like hearing their own voice or really knowing what they need because they haven't asked themselves that because they've just been doing what they think they should. Right. Right. So for people like me that maybe are struggling with like, what are my needs or what do I really care about? Is there a way to kind of like back into the list? Because I think it's so important. I think so. I think looking at your past relationship, I think knowing what you don't want is just as important as knowing what you do want. I think that if you look back at a relationship that was maybe really good, you know, for a while, why was it good? Why did it work? Why were you happy? What made you happy in that relationship? What were the values that person brought to the table, right? So I think going back is really important. I don't like saying, you know, go back to your past. But in this case, it's really, really important to do that. Because for me, you know, I was with an alcoholic. I was with a narcissist. I was with, you know, someone who didn't put me first. And so I really wanted to make sure that the person that I ended up with was not those things, right? Was the opposite of all of that. So that helped me really hone my list because I knew what I didn't want, which in turn told me what I did want. That makes sense. It does. It's super helpful. I feel like you just also described basically all my relationships, Erin. Right. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's super helpful. And I actually think <laughs> if I look back, I know it's so bad, but no, uh, kidding aside, like when I look back at the relationships I do feel positively about, 
now that you frame it that way, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like I think back to like my first love. So I think I fell in love for the first time I was 30. And I was like, I was at a very different point in my life. But I think about what did I love about him? A, like we had really good chemistry. He was very much a man like he very I don't know how to describe that like he he was very much a man yet respected my independence and this was before I even got into sales or my career took off and he really believed in my ability to do whatever I wanted and at that point I don't feel like I had even begin to touch the height of my career and he always thought I was capable of doing whatever but he was very chivalrous and you know he would always plan our dates and take me out and pick me up you know he was successful he was kind and polite, you know, just thoughtful. So I think that totally makes sense. And I think I'm like more, more recently, like my first year's relationship after I got divorced, um, I think he really fell into the acts of service. And maybe that's where that really surfaced for me because I had never really had that, but he was always doing little things for me, you know, bringing me little things that he thought I would like, or picking me up at the airport, just drop me off at home, even though he had to get up super early for work that was a really strong suit for him. And I think it really showed me that that was something that I wanted. So anyway, that's super cool. I I think that's a really good tip, Erin. I do remember that I wanted someone who was a gentleman. Stealing that. Born and raised. Like it was important for me to be with a gentleman, right? That was important to me. So yeah, chivalrous, be a gentleman. Um, All of those things are super, super important. And just uh, how about emotionally available? Yes, 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 yes. No, because honestly, in some of those relationships, even that I'm talking about that I think were good, that's where they went wrong. I wanted more emotional depth. That's really important to me. Mm-hmm. I like to have fun, but I think I have a lot of depth. Yeah. I like to go there. Yeah. So I would say that's a good one, Aaron. Would you call that emotional availability or yeah, just, emotional Just depth? someone who's emotionally available and someone who is uh, self-aware, right? <gasps> self-aware. And that could be maturity. I think we talked about this, that you're you're open to dating someone younger or older, right? Well, yes, I, I wasn't previously open to younger, but you <laughs> made me open my horizons. <laughs> I'm not kidding you, Erin. I think I told you this, but when I take the age restrictions off my dating profile, it doesn't bring in men in the 30s and 40s. Like, it, I feel like it doesn't bring in the men in my bracket. It brings in the 20-year-olds. 20 20-year-olds. I'm like, no, we don't want the same things. I'm quite sure we don't want the same things. I love but it. So funny. I just remember you told me to do that. I was like, Aaron, I was like, <laughs> Are we're, you sure? <laughs> we're missing a couple decades. I'm getting the like 50s, 60s, and 20. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the 30s and 40s? Where are y'all at? <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. So funny. But yes, yes, I agree with you, Aaron. Thanks yeah. to you. I'm more open there. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah, because age is number, you know, we got to remember that. That's important. I mean, I think that, you know, older men and younger women usually tend to be together, right? Like their maturities are kind of at the same level, mm-hmm. but you can find a very, you know, emotionally mature late 20s, mid 30s. I mean, you certainly could. They're out there. I'm going to throw one out there. Tell me what you yeah. think, Erin. What about open minded? Do you yeah. think that's a need or a want? Open-minded in the sense of like, can you give me kind of a scenario like where you'd want him to be open-minded? Like, are we talking? I think it's like, I don't need someone who thinks the same as me about Mm -hmm. everything or likes the same things, but I don't like when people think their way is the only way and they're, they're not open to other ways of being or to learning or to growing. Right. They're just very set Um, in their own ways. Since you're so focused on someone who has great communication 
I think that it's, that's probably a very pivotal part of that. So I would say that's more of a need than a want. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about, let's see, what about someone who's independent? Do you want someone who, I mean, no woman wants like someone who's clingy, but do you, (laughs) do you want someone who kind of is more independent versus someone who just like wants to be like with you all the time? Like, do you have like a, a preference there? I mean, I think I am pretty independent. Like I think in the past I would put that in a need, but honestly, I don't, for some reason, I don't feel like that's a deal breaker. Obviously I want someone who kind of has their own thing going on and has their own interests, but I think I'm okay. I do want them to spend some quality time with me, but I think I could go either way. I could be with someone who likes to spend a little more time, or I could be with someone who likes a little more space, which is interesting because I never thought about that in present time to just ask me, but I think that could go either way. So I'm open there. Yeah, I think that should be on the list for sure. Okay, so are we still in needs right now? Or are we doing so both? We're, yeah, we're kind of just doing anything right now because I think you have the needs part down pretty well. But you have I do like too. 10 maybe? Um, I'll go through it. So I clear communicator, uh-huh. conversationalist, chemistry, acts of service, considerate, thoughtful, kind, chivalrous, emotionally available, self-aware, open-minded. That's, That's a good awesome. list. Definitely. When you think of an ideal date, what are you doing? What's happening? What's going on? Is he opening your door? I think that's a really good way also to kind of think of it as like the best first date ever. Like how would that go? Like what kind of qualities would that person have? Yeah. I think that's where like this chivalry gentleman comes in. Gosh, sometimes I think we've gotten so far away from that, but it still would be so nice to get picked up and have him like open the door and kind of make sure I'm taken care of. Nurturing is important. Ooh, nurturing. Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) And you want someone who is open to having a family? Yes, I do. I mean, it's interesting, Erin, because we were just talking about all the changes because it's so funny. So like, you know, kind of when I came onto the scene, it was like, obviously I was in the thick of trying to have a baby and I haven't totally closed that book. You know, I still have my embryo on ice, but I've been sorting out life in the meantime and figuring out what that looks like. So, you know, it's interesting because I'm kind of a a year or two years older now. Now I'm 43. I'm going to be 44. So I would say I still want a family. I think I continue to get more and more open-minded about what that looks like. I think there's a reality at this age. Chances are someone I would date maybe has kids from a marriage. I always kind of thought in my head, now this was a couple years ago, that maybe I would meet someone who had a child. I would have my baby from my frozen embryo. And we would have a child together or we would adopt a child together and we'd have this like really cool modern blended family. I still like that idea. Yeah. So I would say, yes, what I, what I could say now and like my, where I'm at now is like, I definitely still picture a family. Yeah. I'm pretty open to what that looks like. Okay. And I will say that continues to be a tricky thing for me. Definitely my dating pool online, because there are a lot of men my age that do want kids that don't have kids. And so then they're dating a lot younger. Um, so, so it's tricky or they assume I don't want kids. So they, they don't want kids. And then I have to ask myself, well, do I even want to go out with this guy? If he's not going to entertain creating some sort of family together, right? whatever that looks like. Yeah. So maybe family oriented. Yeah. I think that one of your needs should be trustworthy, right? Yes. Aaron. Someone who you can trust. Trust is huge. Huge. Um, Needs are pretty good. Now we are looking at wants. Okay. So height, are you okay with a man that is your height or shorter? I am. It's funny. I know a lot of women have a height thing. And this was even funny on labor of love because you notice a lot of the guys were like 
way over six feet tall. So tall. I think they were trying to cast like, oh, who who would women think is like the dream guys? Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't really care about height. I've always okay. been that way. And I'm not a super short woman. I'm five six. I mean, I'm not super okay. tall, but I'm not short. I have literally never cared about height. It's okay. so interesting. That's interesting for me. And I would say like, I have dated tall guys, but I think I've, I've dated a lot of guys that are around, you know, 5'10", 5'11", 5'8". Height, it's not a deal breaker to me. I'm just laughing because I do remember on Labor of Love, like they created this prototype that all the guys had to be like six foot or taller. And I just thought it was really funny. <laughs> but it, and they still do that for The Bachelor, right? Like, yeah. The Bachelor has never been like under probably six feet, I feel like. And I guess it's just because it's such a thing. It's so interesting. But yeah. I feel like that should open up my my options. I mean, oh, definitely. personally, I'm not a superficial person. So in general, a superficial thing will never be a deal breaker for me. Good. Like that's my that's general good. rule of thumb. Yeah. That's a really good attitude to have. You guys listening should definitely uh, <laughs> adopt that as well. Do you want someone who's physically fit? Is that important to you? Yeah. I would say who's like health and wellness oriented, right? Okay. Got they it. live a healthy lifestyle. So yeah. you can put that under want. I think it would be nice if they have, whether it's family or friends, like they sort of have a close community that could be small, right? Okay. I'm really like a quality over quantity person myself. But yeah, at this point in life, someone who, whether it's family, friends, they have a social community that they're engaged in. Okay. So what do we want to yeah, call that? It is, it is a red flag <laughs> when guys don't have friends. So, right? Yeah. I think or if so. they have all female friends, that's also a red flag. Interesting. Why would that be a red flag if they have all female friends? Just curious. Because most times guys have trouble just being friends with women. Oh, man. And then guys <laughs> don't really want to have, I mean, a lot of times guys will be friends with women because they're attracted to them and they, ho- they hope in some small way, right, that something could happen with them. And that's not all guys. So don't come at me and be like, wait a minute, that's not me. I get it. I'm not like generalizing everyone, but <laughs> as a rule of thumb, I've heard, yeah. you know, right? I will say, I remember at a sales meeting a, f- a few years back, this was a number of years back, actually, I was in my mid thirties, maybe, I don't know. Anyway, I remember one of my friends and he was married. It's, you know, we were friends, but he had that straight up conversation with me. Cause I'm always like, oh no, he doesn't like me. Or he just wants to be friends. And he was like, Christy, listen, no man at a certain age as an adult, is going to approach you because they want to be friends. He's like, you need to get that out of your head right now. And I was like, what? Oh my yeah. gosh. And I do think, so what you said, I do think <laughs> it's probably true. Um, and a lot of women will be like, oh no, he just wants to be friends. And this guy was like, nope, nope, nope. At a certain point in the life, a guy is not gonna bother. He doesn't yeah. need more girlfriends. You right. know, that's not why. Right. And I'm like, he's like, so just operate with that guideline and you'll be fine. <laughs> I was like, okay, whatever they're telling you, it's not true. Yeah, (laughs) That's funny. So would we call that like they have like a a close network? I mean, network sounds so like business. I would say like a support system, right? Whether it's family or friends, just like some sort of support system because you don't want to get into a situation where you are everything to them. You can be their best friend. That's fine. But you don't want to be like their sun, moon, and stars. You know what I mean? Like they have to have someone they can vent to, that they can, you know, there, there's got to be, you can't be everything to that person. Like that's a too, way too much pressure, right? Yeah. It's kind of like, Well, and don't, like... you, don't you think too, especially at a, I mean, I'm 43. I mean, and, and I do believe things ebb and flow. I've, I've changed, I think it's okay to, to change who's like in your inner circle. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I do think it's like, tells you something about that person. 
and the way they live their life, maybe their personality, what's important to them. You want to kind of know they're close, they, they're close to a few people and they have that ability yeah. to connect. And yeah, I also think exactly. it is difficult to make new friends and everything as an adult. It is. So it's nice when you can kind of both come in with a little bit of a network and then right. kind of create something together. I feel like that yeah. feels fun. Yeah. One thing I remember that was on my want list was someone who can really connect with another person's soul, like on a deeper level and kind of, you know, the exterior doesn't matter as much. It's more about like connecting to who they are inside. So I have that in my husband and I, I love that. You know, I love that we can have like those soulful conversations, those soulful moments. Um, so that was definitely on my list. Was that a need or a want? That's a want. I think that's, that's a want. A want. Okay. It, yeah. It's, it's definitely not like a deal breaker, but it's just, it's nice to have. Mm-hmm. What about someone who is able to like calm you down in situate like certain situations? How would you say that? Like, uh, I know what you're saying. Cause I do think I've dated a lot of yins to my yang and I think that works well. Call me. And I like that word. I don't know how we want to put it as like a want, but someone who is like level-headed, maybe like level-headed. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Someone who's level-headed. Someone that's just like, I can just lose my shit and my husband can just like hug me and just bring me back down. Like, I don't know what it's called, but that's soothing. That's so important. Can we call it soothing? Someone who's soothing? Soothing. Yeah. Someone who's soothing. I guess it's kind of part of nurturing too, right? I was just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want someone who's ambitious? Is that important to you? (laughs) I would say like, it's funny because I used to have that very much on the top of my needs list. I think what ambitious means to me has just changed so much in recent years. So it's like, I want someone, if we're talking finances, I want someone who's financially stable. I was in a marriage where I carried all of that amongst everything else. And I don't want that. It's too Mm -hmm. much. You should definitely write that down for sure. Yeah. But I don't know if it's like, I just, I don't need someone who's like off the charts. If we're talking finances, I do want them to be responsible. I think, you know, money's a trigger. And so I think you have to have similar money mindset. And to me, it's just like, just be responsible. But ambition to me, I, I would say like, yes, but it's almost like that to me now means someone who's just like engaged and passionate with life or with something in their life. Like they have ambition for life. They're not just going through the motions. There's things they want. They have goals. They're actively going after them. That could be a lot of different things, right? And I think I'm very open to a lot of different things. I just like a guy who knows what he likes, has goals he's reaching for, and he's actively going after them. He's not just sort of sitting by the wayside. So I don't know if ambition is the right word. So passionate, maybe. How about goal oriented? Yeah, passionate oh, yeah. for sure. Goal oriented. Yeah, someone who knows what they want. So self assured, maybe. Yes. Erin, I feel like you need to just create like this whole word bank with all of these words and then (laughs) people could just go and like circle (laughs) the ones they like. I mean, you're coming up with some great words that are really hitting home here. There's just so many qualities that are important in that person. And it's like, you don't think about that unless you literally start thinking about that, right? You just don't think about that on like a day-to-day basis. So this is like such an important thing to do, especially if you're single, you know, and you're not sure what you're looking for. Yeah. And I already said, I'm not really superficial. So, but I haven't really listed physical characteristics because I mean, really, if you saw all the different guys I dated, they look nothing alike. I I can't even, and I remember even like the producers asking me this, send us a few pictures of like your boyfriends, like you've had. Yeah. I'm like, okay, but they look nothing alike. So I did. And they were like, oh my God, you're right. They look nothing alike. I don't really have a physical type. I really don't. It's really interesting. I, I've often noticed that and try to figure it out. But I, 
I just don't. I will say there's certain things I like. Like I do like a great smile. I have this thing for like hands for some reason. And I like nice shoulders. Mm -hmm. But again, these are not like deal breakers. I'd say, oh, I like dark hair guys. And I've dated a lot of blonde hair guys. I mean, I've not dated (laughs) a lot of guys. This sounds bad, but you know what I'm saying? No, we get it. (laughs) But I would say, do you feel like a lot of people go in to do their list and they list a lot of physical Um, characteristics? They do. And that's why I'm like super proud of you right now, because I feel like you're really looking past that and getting to like, you know, the nitty gritty, like getting deep. And I love that. But is it bad not to list physical characteristics? No, I don't think you should, because I don't think that package should come. Like, I don't think you should be expecting it to look a certain way, that package of that perfect person for you. Right. I hate even saying the word perfect because no one's perfect. Perfect for you. Right. Yeah. It's just because it seems like that would be the easy place to start. And maybe that's where I've kind of gotten like stymied in the past because it's like, well, gosh, I don't have a physical type and a height's on a deal breaker. And even for me, like I know religion's not a physical type, but I think religion or things or politics can be important for people. Like mm-hmm. I'm very open-minded with those things. Yeah. Um, dating outside my own race or ethnicity, Ooh. open about that, you know? So it's like, yeah. those are parameters I feel like people put in a lot, which is, I don't know, good and bad. I don't have that. And so I think that can actually feel overwhelming because then you're like, well, what am I looking for? And it, but it's actually all really good because then you're not, you're like you said, you're more open-minded. So if someone comes, you know, in your path, if you're a very close-minded person, you're thinking, oh no, that person's not tall enough. He's not this, he's not that, whatever. You're going to be, you know, counting people out so quickly. That's not a great way to go about this, right? You're going to have more success because you're so open-minded about who that person could be for you. I love it. Okay. Just curious. Cause I was like, ah, what about like for once with needs? I love how you said, kind of think about your love languages. Think about relationships you've had that either there were things you didn't like or things that, that you did like. What about with once? Like, is there any good way to sort of come up with a, a good with list this. there? Um, you know, maybe like, like a sister-in-law or brother-in-law or, or like a fantasy too, right? Like your dream man. I mean, you can go there. Like you, you know, we're creating this person. Like I said, we're manifesting this person and sending it into the universe for it to be delivered to you. So I am laughing so hard right now. Cause Aaron, tell me if this is a good or bad thing. Cause like we all know celebrities, right? Is it a good or a bad thing to like use them as a mock-up? I used to say, so this was what I used to say. And I don't even know if this is still my dream man, but if I could take, did you see the movie, the holiday with Cameron Diaz and Jude Law? Yeah. So Graham, Jude Law plays Graham. I say, Oh, if I could take Graham, combine him with Keanu Reeves' character in Something's Gotta Give. So he was like the doctor. <laughs> combine him with uh, Felipe from Eat, Pray, Love. I was oh, like, wow. that's my dream guy right there. Okay. We've got. <laughs> that's fine. I mean, it, it's a place to start. It's a place to get ideas and get, you know, inspiration. So why not? I mean, that's fine. <laughs> Should we tighten up my list? And yeah. then what the heck do I do with the list? What, what do we do with the list when we have it? I want to do what you did where you just like manifested it, manifest the unicorn. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So yeah, we can go through your list. I think that your needs are pretty good. Okay. So clear communicator, conversationalist, chemistry, acts of service, considerate, thoughtful, kind, nurturing, chivalrous, emotionally available, self-aware, financially responsible, respectful, trustworthy, Yes. Okay. Okay. Good. All right. And then let's go through your wants. Okay. Healthy lifestyle. Good sense of humor. Oh, Erin, open-minded. Got to go over on needs too. Open-minded. Okay. Yes. Yes. Family-oriented. Close support system. 
soulful. It's, it's, sorry, soothing. it's family-oriented a need, would you say? Because that's really important to you, right? Yes. For some reason, I want to keep it on once. And I think it's because I have so much flexibility there right now. Okay. Like, okay. yeah. Yeah. But I hear you. Yeah, I think that's for one for me to like think about goal oriented, passionate, and self assured. Loves to travel. I know you love to travel. Is that important? Ooh. Yeah. We can put it under the once. I mean, because, like, you know, I, I'm yeah, always good sure. with my solo trips or girls' trips. So, yeah. We could say likes to travel, worldly. Education. Is education important to you? Yeah. yeah, it's interesting because with education, I think it doesn't necessarily mean like degree of school or, or formal education. I do like someone who is, I don't know if I want to say like engaged, inquisitive. I like someone who likes to learn, I like a lifelong learner. Yeah, that would be good to want. So I think you have a great preliminary list. I think that you're going to be adding more to it, right? I'm sure like after we, you know, wrap up here, I'm sure it'll be like, oh, I forgot this or, you know, something's going to just, so I want you to have that out where you can just add to it every single day. And I want you to read it out loud every single day. How much is too much to put on your list? That's your list. I mean, you know, if, if you feel it needs to be on there, like you said, oh, let's tighten up this list. Why? There, everything on there. <laughs> why? I mean, everything on there is important. You know what I mean? I had like 25 qualities, I want to say. I Under your not. needs or, or combined? Combined. 25. Okay. You're good. And you will. You will add more to that. You will add more to that for sure. Because I know I came back to it a couple of times. I'm like, oh, no, I think I want this too, you know, because you just remember something that's important to you or like a memory pops up or something. So it's good to be active with the list. You're saying you should yes. add to the list, read the list, live the list. Live the list. The list is, is everything. So the next time you go on a date, you can come back from your date and be like, okay, how many of these was that person? Mm-hmm. Now, granted, you know, you may not find everything in that one person, right? But you're getting closer. And I feel like when you are dating you want to level up each person that you're dating, right? You want to make sure that you're going up in standard and not down. So this list will help keep you honest about that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, is this person worthy to be dating me? Is this, I mean, you do kind of have to put yourself up on a pedestal a little bit. There's nothing wrong with that. And you shouldn't feel bad about that. Yeah, I think because what happens is like when we're out there, it's, it's frustrating. I mean, I think most people yeah. are frustrated with dating, so it's easy to make concessions, right? Well, mm-hmm. they have half the list, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I want the whole list and more. Repeat right. after me. And then you put on that and more or better, right? I know that it was like a daunting task to you, but I think you did really well and you were very focused. And I think that you just told the universe exactly what you want. So now you do have to put yourself out there, <laughs> right? You can't but... just <laughs> you come can't on, Erin. Oh, there's a knock at your door. There he is, you know. <laughs> Shoot. I know. I know. If only. But yeah, you do have to put yourself out there. But I think that this will really kind of refocus you. And are you excited? Like, imagine going on a date and meeting someone who meets all this criteria. Like, can you imagine? Um, No, but... <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I mean, okay. So I say no, because I'm like, well, gosh, I just haven't been dating really at all. You know, obviously COVID has been tough for everyone, but you know, even the year kind of going into the show, I I wasn't dating like after I turned 40. So I really feel like this is really amazing timing because I do kind of feel ready to go out there. And I have a very different mindset, I think about dating and what I'm looking for. So the list actually 
makes it feel less daunting, like you said, because it is going to be a lot of sorting. That's just the nature of the beast in modern dating. But yeah, like having a touchstone to come back to like, hey, I do know what I want. Mm -hmm. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I think if you can write it down, that has to mean this exists out there somewhere, right? Yeah, of course. (laughs) It's a quality you've seen or else you wouldn't be able to write it down, right? You're not just like making up these crazy qualities, like pulling them out of thin air. I mean, you've seen these qualities in either people you've dated, people you've seen on TV, you know, wherever, but still they exist. And so, yes, you can absolutely find them. And it's just sounds tricky to like find all of that in one person, but you're telling the universe exactly what you want. So it can now give that to you. Now, do you put a timeline on this list, Erin? Like if I'm rocking this list for like six months and nothing even comes close, does that mean I need a new list? You know, if you're really serious and you're really ready, you're really putting it out there. You're really, you know, like I said, manifesting it. You're really focused on it. You know, it's like your mantra, right? Then that's going to come into your life because you're asking for it. You're open to receive it, right? But Again, you have to put yourself out there. You do have to, you have, you cannot be a hermit and like live in your house or just go to Trader Joe's and just, Oh my gosh. I'm even spying on me, Erin. I'm just saying, right. (laughs) You never know. Yeah. I think you said a big thing that I'm really kind of having a come to Jesus moment with. It's like, be open to receive because yeah. the truth is, I don't know if I really was, whether it was, I didn't think it existed or that mm. I could find what I want, or I'm just so used to taking care of everyone else. And then that's yeah. the type of men I was attracting. Mm-hmm. I have to take some ownership there. Cause like, was I really open to receive? I don't know. I think I'm on my way there now. So okay. We'll see. Yeah. Well, and in your defense, I'm not that you need to be defended, but in your defense, I would say because you were so focused on, you know, having a child. Yes. How are you going to do both? I mean, you're here trying to manifest a child and you're going to manifest the man of your dreams too. Like that's just, that's too much. Honestly, it's a lot, not too much, but it's just, it's a lot, you know? No, you're so right. I mean, and I think that's where like labor of love, like I was very serious about this. It was like my last shot at dating before I just moved into how am I going to have a baby? And so that has been the focus of my life for like the last two or three years. So yeah, you're absolutely right. Like there, I hit that wall where it just was like, well, there is no more time. So this has to take a back seat because it just, it's just not my focus. So that's a good point, Erin. And I will say like you said, you even said, and I think this is true for anyone, whatever your life is, a lot happens in two to three years. So I would say like how I'm approaching dating now versus the last time I was really dating, pretty different. Yeah, which is good. That's a good thing. You know, it's growth. It's change. Mm -hmm. It's all good. And I will say, you know, for anybody listening that is single and is wanting to date, and I've told you this, Christy, I really truly believe in the video apps being the best way to do that. You know, I really do. You know, I think meeting people in person, like on a blind date and things like that, they're just, that's still a little bit daunting for people and a little bit intimidating. So if you're able to have like a video chat, you know, you, you can feel that potential if they're a good listener, if they're, if they're a good communicator, those kind of things, you know, will come up. You'll be able to see some of those qualities on your list. Do they have them? Do they not? So I really, really uh, recommend doing the video dating apps and Hinge has the video app option, but you can do the filter off. Uh, which is a new dating app, (laughs) filter off, which is good because a lot of people have to use filters. This is such a good point, actually. And maybe that's a positive that's actually come out of COVID. If if I dare say there's a positive because we would have never really been doing the video apps before, but especially for maybe someone that's like me that has less of a focus on the physical and more of these qualities, you're going to have to find out by having a conversation with someone. 
when all you could do is be on a video having a conversation, right. I would think you could get to those qualities a little quicker than if you were out on a date doing something. Definitely. And I've got to throw out my friend's book. You got the digits now letters, 104 early dating questions. Ah, Darius, my friend Darius. I absolutely love his book. It's the best questions in there. And it's a way to find out like, is he family oriented without asking, are you family oriented? You know, or, or is he just wants to sleep with you without saying like, do you just want to, you know, hit it and quit it? So it's really important. I think those early dating questions are pivotal to be asking. You're asking the right questions. You're going to get the answers without really being too invasive. You know, it's a really great way to just kind of like slide in there and uh, figure it out before investing too much of your time. So I love that. I love that. I'll be definitely checking that out. Yeah, for sure. I did want to ask you a question about egg freezing because I've had a few friends of mine who are yeah. interested in doing this. Now, I know you had a wonderful experience and you recommend mm -hmm. it to everyone. However, what about the people that are maybe a little financially unable to commit to that? Do you feel that, I know you feel it's an investment, but is there any way to kind of do it in a way that's not going to, you know, break the bank? There aren't. It is, it is costly. What I will say is like someone like Ova, and I think a lot of reputable places do this where they do have a payment plan. So you can, you're not happy okay. to pay that in bulk, which I think does help. The other thing I say, and this was not an option for me and maybe for some of the listeners, but the younger you can do it, which I know that could be hard because maybe you're not financially as far along, but the truth is yeah. if you can do it younger, you probably only have to do one round. So it's so much oh, okay. less costly because they can just get more eggs. So I encourage women to, if they think they're going to delay having a family to just really make that investment as early as possible, because it will be the most cost-effective in the end. The other thing is, and I can't think of the organization offhand in Chicago, but more cities have this now where there are organizations that will kind of help subsidize this. I've also heard about more insurance companies. I actually think Bumble might be one of them picking up coverage to cover these things. So I do think we're moving in that direction. I will say there's a clinic in New York that a lot of women will go to because it's more affordable. So wherever they live, they're going to New York. Um, more and more people are doing this abroad. There's different countries in Europe where it's much more affordable to do both the egg freezing, but also IVF or go through any, any fertility, like a fraction of the cost that it is here. Wow. There's a lot of like really great fertility clinics in Mexico as well. So mm -hmm. I feel like exploring options abroad is something more women are doing because it is so much more cost-effective. So there are options, I think. So it's like, do it as young as you can talk to your clinic about financing options, look into where there are more low cost, but reputable options, like New York is one that has some. And then, like I said, going abroad. Yeah, I think those are my top tips. And then we just have to hope that like insurance companies and employers like step up their game and start realizing that this is like a bigger and bigger demographic and there's more people in this pool. And hopefully that coverage will, you know, start to expand more. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I had no idea. So thank you for that information. I know a lot of people are interested yeah. in doing that. And I second that it's so important to do because then you, you know, stop that clock ticking and you can really focus on finding that right person and not be so, you know, um, single-minded about having a child before it's too late or, you know, whatever that yeah. window, right? Before yes. that window yeah. closes or whatever, that perpetual window. Women that I've met in, in the single mothers by choice community as well, like, 
and I know it's a tough thing, but I think it's like a lot of us have a difficult time asking for help or asking for things. But I know a lot of women got assistance from their family or even friends, even Katie Bryan, who is the single greatest choice, like someone she dated actually paid for her last round of egg freezing because he was so inspired by what she was doing. And she said that was a real reckoning for her because wow. she initially was like, no way, I, I can't accept that. And then she was like, wait a minute. Oh I was like asking the universe for a way for me to have this option. It has been provided. He's asking me to say yes, no strings attached. Why would I say no? Yeah. And so it, it, that's an amazing story. But I, I think it doesn't hurt to ask or talk to family, talk to friends. You just never know. I think where there's a will, there's a way. It's so yeah. easy to hang it up because of the financial cost, which I get. But I think there is always a way if you really want to do it, but you do yeah. have to be willing to think outside the box. I'm always saying that because a lot of times the way we get things is not how we want them or not in the package we want, or it's not like a straight yeah. line. The more you can be open to opportunities, the easier it is going to be for you to kind of make that dream a reality. No, I completely agree with that. Oh, and I, I wanted to give a shout out to Rio, <laughs> your puppy. <laughs> I love him. He's a daycare right now. So he's, that's Aww. why he's not like, all over. yeah. Don't yeah. Daycare. Um, is, is that something we need to add to your list that they, um, that they love dogs? Yeah. That's so funny. Cause Rio's kind of a new addition to my life as well. I mean, I love dogs, but he's the first dog I've had as an adult. Yes. Yeah. I think I'll put it under the once Aaron, but totally yeah. good call yeah. because Rio's a big part of my life and yes. puppies and kids like is there anything cuter than a guy that goes like Gaga for a puppy or a little kid? It's so adorable. And I yeah. think that speaks to them being nurturing and mm -hmm. like cuddly and all those things we want. So yeah, let's add must love dogs. Okay, good. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> must love dogs. Great movie, by the way. Well, Christy, I have loved chatting with you. It has been I'm so mad that it took us this long and I love having you on. You'll have to come back and I hope this was helpful. I hope this is helpful for you. Yes. Thank you so much, Erin. I so appreciate it. Yes. I'll definitely be giving you updates because I am going to put myself back out there. So Yay. this is uh Christy and Erin's dating adventures 2.0. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we'll have to have you come back and you can tell us how everything is going. And if that, you know, perfect guy if we manifested that perfect man for you and yes a lot of faith that we will you're telling the universe what you want what more could you do honestly right what more could you do i think this so, is just popping probably. in my head erin i swear to god i just wrote this in my journal the other day and it was about what i'm manifesting in other parts of my life but i literally wrote tell the universe what you want because i realized yes, i had see? not been doing that so now you just said that and it reminded me yeah. of that and i'm like well we just did that when it comes to dating so mm -hmm. Thank you yeah. so much, Erin. You know, I always love talking to you and I, I appreciate you having me on. Of course, anytime. And Instagram, she has wonderful information about egg freezing and being a single mother by choice, like you said. And she's just so incredibly inspirational. And I, I love all your posts. They're just very heartfelt Thanks, and Aaron. deep. And yeah, they're, they're wonderful. So please go follow her at Christy Katzman on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Getting Cozy. This was so much fun. And I do hope that you guys can manifest whatever it is in your life that you need to. And if it's a man, if it's a woman, go for it, guys. Just put it out there and make sure or put yourself in the position to receive all of those wonderful things that you're trying to manifest. Okay. Till next time, stay safe and stay cozy. Bye.